This is Gio Galvano, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right, that man that leads you up the mountain called wrestling. You could call me a Sherpa, but like every good Sherpa, you got to have somebody who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me, but it's about who's entering the ring. And today, he comes to us from 1CW, SWO, Pro Wrestling Magic, Pizza Party Pro, Kent Leafrog, so many others. You catch this man on IWTV. He's one-fifth of the Goon Squad. He is the radical one, Robbie Raddick. Oh, so so it's it's Rad Key actually. Rad Key. Uh, yeah, and also uh, my the fellas would would not allow me to not correct you in that we are not the Goon Squad. We are the Goons. <laughs> There's so much stuff going on. I appreciate that. We need corrections on here. You know, I gotta get with the <laughs> editor of this program. We gotta have discussions. We gotta. Someone's getting fired. I don't know who it is. Someone's getting fired. <laughs> But first, man, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and having a conversation with me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. So let's just jump into it, man. Like, I met you at 1CW. I've been a a huge fan of the goons and watching you guys do your thing. And, you know, like, Miles and I, we go back for a little bit. And obviously, I've met Killian a couple times. But you were kind of like the unique piece in the whole group. I was like, man, I've never met this guy. I want to get to know Robbie a little bit more. So it's definitely fun to get a get to be able to sit here and chat with you. So my first question that's going to hit you is, who is Robert Radke? Uh, Robbie Radke is uh, just a guy who's just vibing at this point. I'm just vibing, going with the flow, uh, hanging out with the fellas. That's pretty much my whole mo in wrestling is just just hanging out with the fellas, having a good time, uh, enjoying the road not taking myself too seriously anymore yeah that's that's my whole vibe right now <laughs> i dig it man it's just nice though sometimes you just kind of have to just go with the motion man just kind of roll and let things kind of lay where they are it's kind of yeah. cool. it's kind of watch kind of cool like watching like watching you and then watching the rest of the guys too just kind of just it you legitimately look like you guys are just having fun every time that i see you guys or every promo that i see you guys post or Every photo that comes out, it just you guys look like you're just killing the vibe and just having so much fun with everything. Yeah, that's it. So how did you get into the sport? Um, so I mean, my story's not particularly any like different or special than anyone else's. I was just, you know, like most people, a fan my whole life. Uh, and then um one day I just saw a uh, a flyer get posted for a wrestling school near me. It was uh, at the time it was the one CW uh, training school. Uh, so I just uh, went and I, I signed up and the rest is history. Oh, that's kind of cool though, man. I know like uh, everybody has like their own unique way of like getting in, even though like we, we all started as fans. You always find like that one or two people, Actually, I shouldn't be like that. It's it's usually like two stories never align. Like they're never really like the same. Somebody either went like one way and they kind of get close to the product or they go another way. And they just that's they just know like that's where I'm going and they just keep marching forward. And it's kind of cool. Like when you get to meet people and get to talk to them a little bit more about like who they are behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Yep. So 
You've been for a while. I got to know, man. What's been one of the worst bumps you've taken? Uh, worst bumps I've taken? Um, so one time at a promotion called uh, ACW Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, uh, Louis G. Rich, I don't know if you're familiar, but um, he gave me a, a snowplow from the second rope. And uh, I kind of I folded up a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I was safe. Everything was fine. It was just, yeah, real, real stiff one. Um, it lo- apparently, it looked super awful, too, which, is, you know, is a good thing, I guess. But, yeah, definitely the hardest bump I've ever taken. Damn, that's, that's rough. It's rough. When I, like, I'm just curious, though, like, how many days post that did you, like, feel that effect? Um, I don't remember. I mean, it was quite a while ago. Um, but it probably wasn't too bad because like I said, I don't remember it. And also, uh, Lewis G rich, he, he, he doesn't wrestle anymore, but he's a guy that like, I, I, I trust him to give me a move like that. So yeah. That's cool though. So seeing that you've been in, you've had a few pretty good knocks. I'm just curious, like what's been one of the hardest hits that you've ever taken? Uh, so one time, uh, well, I've taken a, a trash can lid to the head. That was pretty rough. I've been concussed a couple times. Um, Tommy Vex once accidentally uh, knocked me out with an enziguri. So that's that's one that definitely comes to mind. Ah, this, those flash knockouts, man. Like I hear, yeah. I hear about them. I know I've had it too. I've been hit where like, I just go pure white. Like I just see white light and I just can't figure out where I'm at. So I've had, yeah, I've had, I've had a couple. It's <laughs> the main thing, just figuring out where I'm at. <laughs> so post that, right. I'm just curious, like after your matches and stuff like that, I'm just very curious to see like, what's your, what's your post-match snack, man. You have a post-match meal. Uh, if I'm on the road, definitely my, my go-to is, is waffle house. Um, definitely my favorite place to eat late at night um the the all-star special you just can't go wrong it's like eight bucks with like hella good food uh if there's not a waffle house nearby number two would probably be arby's anyone who knows the goons knows we're big on arby's um actually any 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 arby's is is considered goon hq um and then uh, third choice would, would be Wawa for convenience sake. Yeah. Do you have a special thing that you got to grab out of Wawa's? I'm just curious. Um, nah, not, not particularly. I mean, it's, I, I usually get something different. It's, and it's usually, you know, whatever is easiest to eat in the car. Um, I do, I do enjoy like, um, like the honey turkey uh, hoagie that they have dress that up real nice with lettuce, tomato, sweet peppers, oil, and mayo. And yeah, I, I, if I had anything, probably. Yeah. Or uh, actually, they have a bacon avocado club sandwich. That's uh, it's a pretty, pretty solid order. So I usually ask that question. And then like, I find myself like at, at certain spots, like if I go to Wawa's, like I'll order the stuff I remember hearing from the show and I go back and, and try it out. Cause I'm like, yeah, everybody, Ever since uh, I did an interview with another wrestler and they were talking to me about how uh, a certain burger place on the West Coast 
we won't name it. Everybody knows it out in California, but they said it was it was average. And uh, I was like, yeah. And then they mentioned that another person introduced them to Smoothie King. They're like, I wanted it to be trash, but I couldn't knock it. So I was like, let me go and try this stuff out because I want to know now. <laughs> sure. So I'm curious, man, with the time that you've been in, like what's been one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn? Um, again, just going back to like not taking things too seriously at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's just fake fighting in our, in our, in our spandex and whatnot. It's, it's all kind of, uh, yeah, like I, 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 uh, I spent a lot of time, like wasted a lot of time just caring like way too much about the dumbest things and, after I took a hiatus, came back with a different attitude. I've been have not only had like the most fun I've been having in wrestling, but I've been more successful within this past year than I really ever have been. And it, I, I owe it all really to just not taking things too seriously. And, you know, the goons are, uh, are an excellent support system. It's good though, man. Like, you know, everybody keeps talking about like, you don't you don't make it in this in the sport in this business whatever you want to call it right you you don't make it by yourself and it's always good to have somebody that you can kind of like vibe with because I know recently you know full transparency uh, my good friend Prince uh, Machiavelli was talking about how last year he wanted to be done he was like I'm out I'm trying to do this no more I'm not happy and myself and Chaz like started training and stuff and we're like dude just hold on just wait a little bit and let's wait right let's figure this out so he hung on and then in august uh we both Chaz and myself made our debuts like officially right and then all of a sudden in january we all like just started letting loose and just having fun and you know we're only friends been in here like five years and i've only been doing this now just right under two but he even said it himself, he's like, this is probably like the best year that I've ever had in pro wrestling ever. And he's like, and I'm, I'm so grateful that you guys have, you know, made, did everything that you guys were going to say and that we, we can step up. So it's cool to hear that you have like a great support system around you. Cause like, like you mentioned, right. Uh, like miles and Killian are like just super like goofy, but really like good dudes that you can just like vibe with like instantly. So I, that's, that's awesome. You found somebody that you can do that with. Yep. So aside from that, man, what kind of advice would you give to upcoming wrestlers? Uh, just don't, don't take it too seriously. <laughs> I just, uh, the, the, I mean, uh, taking things seriously. I mean, there's a line like you should, you know, obviously train and, and, and make sure you're safe and things like that. And at certain points you have to advocate for yourself I guess that's, you know, one of the pieces of advice is, is learning when to uh, speak up for yourself. And I think our business is kind of, um, there, there are a lot of like old hat kind of things, like old guard things that are, that are kind of ex- exploitive where the, it's just like, you know, they, they tell you to, to just, you know, mouth closed, ears open and eyes open. And yeah, to a certain extent, but like, I think that can get confused with, okay, just let people walk all over you and, and things like that. Just learn, learn when and where to pick your battles, essentially. 
I like that. I like that a lot because I do, I do notice that like I get into locker rooms and I'll just like, I just, I keep my mouth shut. Right. I guess it's kind of like, uh, cause like the military background that I've had, like you're just kind of the lowest ranks. You're still just kind of learning as you, you pick and fight your way through, but it is cool to hear like, you know, like everyone wants to, like, you guys stand up for yourself and just be like, Hey man, like, I'm just not, I'm not, I can't do that. And I was like, just, I don't feel safe doing it. Right. And you have to advocate for yourself because at the end of the day, if you tell somebody like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a power bomb from you and you've never worked on doing one or like taking one, mm-hmm. you can seriously fuck your shit up. Yep. So I'm curious, man, now that we've kind of like knocked out, this is my last heavy hitting question before we get into the second best segment of this podcast. I just need to know, man. I need one do and one don't of the locker room. One do and one don't. Um, one do, I guess, is uh, uh, be respectful in general. Um, that I know the the old um, narrative or the, the the rule, so to speak, is to like shake everybody's hand and stuff like that. I don't think you need to do that. I think that's kind of again like an old guard thing that doesn't really like it's not necessary. It's just kind of an, it becomes an ego thing. People get upset. Like, Oh, this person didn't shake my hand. Who cares? But just in general, just be respectful, uh, be aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, don't, you know, you gotta know how to talk to certain people. Um, things like that. Don't is, um, don't, scream and yell about your your booking or whatever or your match in the locker room i've seen it happen it's not a good look uh yeah just yeah don't have an attitude problem and i guess in general yeah i feel like that's like the number one thing too like i hear a lot is like just check your ego at the door because at the end of the day like you're all in the same locker room there's no reason to be doing what you're doing you're saying what you're saying it's you're not bringing in like a positive energy to the to the locker room all right so we have hit all the heavy hitting questions sir but we do have to get into the second best segment you're probably wondering what's the first is it's the red dogs power rankings you can find them on our debate show live okay it's there anyway this is the three count podcast 10 count questions robbie this is how it works i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast whatever's your answer that's your answer we're gonna put on the imaginary timer for ad pressure and here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Uh, 500 Days of Summer. I love that movie, by the way. <laughs> Such a great movie. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? I have both. Uh, PlayStation. <laughs> Favorite color? Blue. I don't really have one. I just first one that came to mind, I guess. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? seen either of them good just trash them favorite video game character character uh man that's a tough one i guess franklin from gta 5 yes (laughs) are you a night owl or early bird uh these days early bird roger that favorite podcast uh freedom Yes. Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Uh, Eel O'Neal. 
you're next. And then last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person that comes on the show, favorite curse word. It's right. It's like a good F-bomb is all you need in life. Yeah, it's pretty versatile. Can't go wrong with it. No. I tell people, I'm, re- I'm trying to get this, like, re-viral, I guess is the word I'm using, but try to get viral again. Uh, the history of the F-word on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. It's one of the best things out there, period. But that is all my questions I have for you. So I, all I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, rockin underscore radkey. Um, Instagram, I think, is the same handle. I don't know if I've changed it over to that yet or not. But, I mean, you can find me at Robbie Radke. Just search it. Uh, same thing, Facebook, Robbie Radke. Um, yeah, you can go to uh, teespring.com slash stores slash Robbie Radke merch uh, for, for um you know, all my, all my t-shirts and stuff. There's a goon store as well. Um, yeah. Well, there you have it. All the things that you guys need to do, go follow this man because he is amazing. Also, if you guys don't go ask him, DM him graphic designs. Cause this man is a genius at his work. <laughs> God put you over yeah. that way too. <laughs> but you know what that means? We got to take this home. We got to take it home, which means this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering Ring. And like I said, my name is Clifford Red Dog. I'm the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. You can call me your Sherpa, but like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. And that's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And today, you see him right there. Like I said, one-fifth the goon. And he is the man himself rocking Robbie Radke. You guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there, or you just wait for this episode to end. You just wait for that outro, and you choose another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. Well, what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to Anchor.fm forward slash the Three Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say also one thing i need you to do for me the three count podcast also has merchandise oh at pro forward slash the three count pod please go buy our t-shirts we love you guys and we hope you love us too so show us some support please